It is the end of the year, guys. We've come to a screeching halt. It is over. 2023 is going to be officially over. Over the weekend. What you did this year, that's it. You've accomplished what you needed to accomplish. You fell short in some spots. But the best part about falling short is that you can come up. Okay? Now, please excuse me for some sips here. I'm having a little eggnog right here. A little spiked eggnog. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. (sighs) Hope you have a happy new year. And your Christmas was fun, wild, but yet safe. And that's it, man. It's so crazy how time just goes incredibly fast. The older you get, the faster it goes. And, you know, it's just the the interesting thing is that, you know, we promise ourselves all these things. We say that we're going to do all these things. and, And the next thing you know, you've, it's the end of the year and you didn't really do much of it. But you know, what's interesting though, is that it really just becomes a, I think we often, oftentimes get caught up in the I guess in in our mortality almost in a sense. And it's crazy because that sounds like way too deep, right? It sounds like way too deep to the point that somebody would be like, what's the fuck's this fool talking about? But it is, you know, it's like, I, I, and we do it subconsciously in my opinion, you know, throughout the year, you say you're going to do all these things and then you get caught up in the rat race. You get caught up in the race of paying bills and you get caught up in the race of paying the mortgage, the rent, the groceries, your credit card bills are, out of this world, you're behind on your light bill, you're behind on your water bill, you're months behind on the rent, you know, you can't afford your car anymore, you're in deferment, and your student loans, and you didn't qualify to get them, you know, um, taken off, there's a bunch of shit, you know, you had to take out a loan for this, you had to take out a loan for that, and it's just a nightmare, you know, it's, it's real crazy how that happens, but it does happen, and it's more people often than not these days, And a lot of people are going through it. Several thousands, millions, millions, not thousands, millions of people are going through it. And it's just part of the process, guys. But, you know, as cliche as it sounds, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There often is. If you are not on your way out, if you're not trying to get out, then, of course, you're going to sit in darkness. Absolutely. You're definitely going to sit in darkness and it will be scary. But usually we always tread forward, guys. We always tread forward. And eventually, for those of us that go forward, we find the light and we see the end of the tunnel. And that gives us motivation to keep going. It's not difficult, but, you know, when you're in it, you don't see it. You know, it usually takes situations where you end up seeing it later and you're like, oh, shit, damn, I was in a terrible place. But it's hard to see it when you're in it, but hopefully you guys achieve some stuff and hopefully, you know, and, and, and you know, it's kind of interesting to do like New Year's resolutions. I've always thought New Year's resolutions are like really cheesy and shit, but it's not really about New Year's resolutions, is it? It's about bettering ourselves every fucking day. Every day we are on this planet. If you're not bettering yourself, if you're not trying to be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday, then what are you doing? Honestly, and what in, in any aspect, it could be weightlifting, it could be in your job, 
It could be in your diet. It could be in a video game if that's what you're into. Fuck it. But those types, those types of thoughts make you put a hiatus on yourself and make sure that you try to go over it. Right? Because that's what we want to do. We want to be better. We want to be a better version of ourselves. But, you know, oftentimes we get into the self-loathing bullshit. We get into the self-loathing of, of you know, oh, I'm not good enough. And I, I'm a victim of it, guys. I've done it myself. And then next thing you know, it ends up happening where you found yourself in a very bad situation in the sense of you're not doing much and you're really stuck. You're really stuck on. I don't want to say stuck on stupid because that sounds really bad, but you're stuck in a situation where you're not you're not really moving, you know, but, you know, it tends to happen that way. And you know what, guys, the important thing is, and it's not even on a New Year's resolution type of shit, but it's a type of situation where where you're bettering yourself. You know, I think when you I think people when they do New Year's resolutions, they tend to like put a goal out. And then they get stuck and it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, I fell short. I'm not going to do it. Fuck it. I'm not going to do anything. And then they and they end up splurging or or they end up just fucking going the complete opposite way. And I think that is like a secondary effect of putting yourself some goals. Um, Is it a bad thing to write some goals down? Absolutely not. It's actually been proven that people who log their calories end up losing more weight than those who don't. Though it's been proven that people who write down their goals and have them somewhere where they can remind themselves of those goals end up actually doing them. So it's not a bad thing, but, you know, we do these mental notes instead of these physical notes. We do these mental notes of like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then you don't do anything. And that's where it becomes a problem, right? And... We're stuck in this situation, but anyways, guys, hopefully the new year uh, brings a lot more prosperity into what you guys want, and hopefully we can, you know, get out of this situation that is called the economy, the situation that is called expensive fucking groceries, the situation where everybody seems like everybody's at each other's throats. And it's a nightmare, man. It's absolutely a nightmare. And hopefully we can, hopefully we can do something in, in the sense of bringing everybody together because I've never seen such division, man. And, you know, it's interesting, man. It's like I was watching, I was scrolling through some old comedy specials and Dave Chappelle happens to be on the top of my list. Which he has a new one coming out, by the way, mind you. He has a new special coming out um, in a couple days. So be on the lookout for that. But he says that the reason why America will never prosper, and there's some truth to it. America will never prosper like because everybody in China is Chinese. And like everybody here is like you know, Mexican-American. Uh, I'm African-American. Oh, I'm Indian American. And it's like, we're always so fucking quick to put in. We're American. You know what I mean? If you're born here, bro, you're American. There's nothing wrong being proud of where you're from, like your roots and stuff. You can do that. We'll still being proud to be 
a fucking American. Guys, I fucking, I am one of the hardest, like, Mexican feeling fucking people in the whole fucking world. Around granted, I'm Mexican, of course, but I'm also very proud of being American. I've never, dude, I'm Mexican, I, I'm Mexican as well, but at the same time, like, I'm American, man. Like, I, we've always had this discussion, right? Like, when we watch soccer, like, I've always rooted for Mexico and stuff, um, and, and everything, but it's not like I hate the United States just because I do that. And it's like we've had a discussion one time, you know, when you get drunk and you end up having these really stupid, um, you end up having these really stupid conversations. And um, I was having this conversation with my dad when I was younger. And he says, oh, you know, if shit hit the fan, you know, what would you do? Would you, would you fight for the United States or, or for Mexico? I was like, well, in a perfect world, I would love to, to, to hang. And we were both drunk, you know, I was in, I was like 22 or I was younger and stupider, but I mean, the perfect answer would be like, if there was a possibility for me to stand back, then that would be great. Cause I wouldn't want to, you know, do either, but I mean, I got to go with my loyalty, man. I got to go with the United States as far as much as I love Mexico and stuff. And I'm very proud of my heritage and I go visit my family constantly. The United States has given me everything. And most I don't and whilst I don't have as much, I'm able to to able to to be comfortable and be able to raise my children here like a lot of people say that we're not free and that we're oppressed. No, we're not, dude. I mean, th- th- there's situ- there's instances where people make stupid decisions. Cops make fucking bad moves. Lawyers make fucking um, re- represent the wrong people. Justices make the wrong decisions. I got you. There is a lot of shady shit happening these these, these days with Trump getting removed from ballots. You know, it's that, that kind of shit. People are so fucking afraid of him winning. That we've come to a situation that almost screams socialism. It's like, yep, this guy's fucking dangerous. We got to take him off the ballot. That's scary. So I get it. But, but, you know, we're free. More people are able to exercise certain rights that they wouldn't be able to in another country. People are able to express what the fuck they feel because of how free we are. You can look at me. Nobody listens to this shit, but I have my own platform. And then if this shit makes it, will it get fucking taken down? Who knows? You never know. YouTube's getting crazy. I don't, I'm on Spotify too and Google podcast. And, uh, uh, what's the other one? RSS.com and, uh, Amazon music. So I'm on all that shit. It just depends on everybody has different guidelines, but you know, obviously YouTube's got a more woke platform. So they're kind of crazy on the, on the restrictions, but at the same time, we're able to do this shit. I mean, in Canada, you can't even, I think you can do like free speech or some shit. Like there's like a, like you can get, you can get in trouble for certain things. You know, Australia is the same way. You, there's certain things you can't say here, man. You, you can say what you can say, whatever you want. It has repercussions, of course, but you could say it, you know, we'll see. You got to be careful where you say it, but you can still do it. You know what I mean? But any hooser, where the fuck was I? I lost my train of thought. I don't even know, but anyways, I I I, I would I would be here, guys. I, I would defend this, and you know, it's really crazy where we're at and where we're going. But I was also like watching, you know, I've seen the movie Leave the World Behind a couple times now. I told you like five times, and every time I put it on, I notice something strange. I know me and Alonzo went fucking deep, 
deep in regards to the movie. Um, there was a scene that I just watched and I watched it again. And I never noticed how Julia Roberts in that movie says that there's no pictures of them on the walls. And how do we know if it's his house and why doesn't he have pictures of his family? And then when the girl, the daughter goes to the, to, to this like room in the basement where she gets her little wax pen and says, smoking weed or whatever out of the wax. And then there's like a whole room full of just like their African, like descent pictures and pictures of their family. And there's like slavery pictures, like, like, I don't know. I, I'll get deeper into it, but I did see that. And then. I don't know if you guys noticed when the little girl goes to the bunker, there happens to be like a like a stored away pantry, like a big ass pantry. And if you look around, I didn't notice that, but that's all canceled, quote unquote, foods like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's and Lando Lakes and like Yellow Man and all kinds of shit, like a bunch of food that was canceled or whatever because of the names and they deemed him like racist or fucking whatever. It's just I, I personally think it's fucking stupid, but. You know, there's a room full of that and it's like tucked away and it's like they have it like away from everything. It's kind of crazy, dude. I I really don't understand. Like the more I watch it, like, okay. And then another thing I analyzed was like Alonzo had made a comment like about how the three major races come out in the movie, whites, Mexicans and blacks. But then I watched it again. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because how Ethan Hawke in the movie leaves the Mexican lady was just another example. Mind you, I don't agree with any of this at all. It was just another example of how, like, other races shouldn't trust white people. Which is completely ridiculous, guys. I mean, you know, I like the movie. I'm not going to go back on it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. But you would have to, like, lay back and watch it and not think anything of it to enjoy it but the more you watch it the more you watch it like especially with what alonzo said last podcast you watch it with the idea that barack obama is the dude in that movie his theory was mind-blowing honestly it was a fantastic theory but the more you watch it like that dude like the more not cringe but the more dangerous that movie is, it's like, what kind of precedent are they setting? If I was a white person and I said it last part, I'd be fucking offended, dude. Some of the best, best people I've ever met have been white. Okay. My best friend, when we were younger, he was white. His, his mother and father were fantastic human beings. They were white. Some of the fucking coolest teachers were white. You know, I've been stopped before. I've actually been I guess if you, I had a cousin, when one of my cousins, we went through it, she could attest to this. If you want to call it harassment by the police, we were harassed by the police and it was a fucking Mexican guy, you know? And it's like one time I was on I-5 on the grapevine going 95 miles an hour. I was a white cop. He was cool as shit. He was the coolest cop ever. So it's like, bro, like, don't fucking tell me that, you know, it's like, don't tell me that. And it's like all these subliminal messages in that movie, you know, then like the scene too, where she's lying down in bed with the dad in the basement. And she says, you know, when shit hits the fan, you can't, you can't, you know, dolly out fucking trust, especially to white people say, bro, like what the fuck? Like, and then, you know, like I said last time, has Steven Spielberg have any fucking producer made this movie? Whatever, dude, like nobody would make a big deal about it. 
But the fact that Michelle and Barack Obama were executive producers on this shit just makes it like super scary. Like, why would you fucking put your name behind this, dude? And it's just like, what kind of message are you trying to spend? Like, shame on you, dog. I use a former president, dude. Like, how dare you, you know, do that when you're a president? Your shit's about unity. Like, we're all Americans, you know, but that shit was crazy. Just a couple things that I noticed. If you guys watch the movie, like, go ahead and try to watch out for those scenes. Very interesting. Super interesting. Super strange. I can't figure out what's up with the bucks yet. I haven't gotten that. Um, the paintings are strange, too, the way they're formulated. Um, the paintings also, like, tell a story, too. If you notice, like, Julia Roberts sitting in the bed and there's, like, a ship in the back and through an ocean and stuff and there's and there's like contrast you know there's like monochromatic scenes like julia roberts is like on the like talking and just the whole the whole back wall the whole backsplash is like all white and then he's all black so it's just like very subliminal messaging almost as like trying to put us at odds with each other which is stupid so it's like why would you want to do that you know i mean there's also the situation though in which you can look at it which the, the at first that's how I looked at it. The more I watch it, the more I deviate from it. But uh, you can look at it at the situation of like no matter how much at differences we are, we can all work together because like the daughter ended up being hella cool with Julia Roberts in the end. So there's also that. But I don't know. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. But the more I watch it, the more I find like these little strange occurrences. And these little strange subliminal messages. So it's really interesting. But anyways, you guys got football tomorrow, guys. We have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Detroit Lions. I mean, the Cowboys already clinched the playoffs. So it's not a big deal just for seeding and shit. But, you know, we tend to not do well against physical teams. And the Lions are the second best rushing offense, if I'm not mistaken. They play hard. Uh, Montgomery is a savage. I love picking him in fantasy. Uh, he's a very, he's a very hard runner. He's not that big, but man, he packs a wallop. So it's going to be real interesting. Uh, it's going to be real interesting to, to watch the dynamic of that game. It's going to be interesting. So we got that going on. And then I don't know. We don't really have like the option here to do firecracker. So, I'm not much of that. We'll see what happens. Usually where I live, people don't give a fuck. Every now and again, right at 12, you'll see some big-ass boomsticks just going off in the middle of the night. But anyway, that's pretty much it, guys. I mean, it's just a short podcast just to let y'all know I'm still here. Um, Don't really have much to talk about, to be honest. Not because I don't want to. It's just nothing's coming up at the top of the head. And... Usually, I've done solos, right? Taking it back to the JR time. Um, but right now, man, I'm just kind of blank, honestly. I'm kind of spent from the whole year. And the, the, we're leaving mine lately. That's been like, uh, you know, I've been watching the movie doing some detective work. And so I like to think and like watching it and seeing what difference. Kind of fun, you know, kind of fun watching to see like what you can see in the background. And um, it's going to be real fun. Well, that's pretty much what I got. So let's do a quick podcast, you know, just to let y'all know I'm still here. Just remember, guys, what you did or what you did not do is not indicative of what you can do. Don't let this year derail you from what you know you can be. As cliche as it sounds, as cheesy as it sounds, 
take a moment, let this shit go, grab 2024, and blow it out of the fucking water, guys. Seriously, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your wife, you owe it to your children, you owe it to your family, whoever it is that gives you the motivation to keep going. Don't think, do it. Do it. Do 2024 in a different way. And that's it, guys. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a fantastic year. Hopefully next year um, we'll get some steam in regards to the podcast. So this was our first year and we're going to go heavy, guys. Next year we're going to try to do our best. And like I said, we're going to keep this going, guys. So I'm rambling now, but hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. And to all of you, a prosperous, happy new year. Later.